I just love the wording of the way that Eugene Peterson puts this across in Zechariah chapter 8. And uh, to position it as well, last week we spoke about Joshua encountering the angel of the Lord with his sword drawn and asked, and Joshua said to him, whose side are you on? And he realized he asked the wrong question because when he realized who he was, we don't ask whose side are you on, we ask what must we do? And uh, Joshua falls to his face, he worships him, and he says, what must I do? Give me a message to your servant. What must your servant do? do?" And he says, take off your shoes, you're on holy ground. And then he gives them a strategy of how to, how to get through Jericho and to, to conquer their first city that they've got to take. But this, this text is actually said to, it's a message from the God of the angel armies. It's the God of the Lord of hosts. So when, when we read this, think of this. Think of that same arm, that angel, that, that angel God-like figure with his sword drawn declaring this over Durban. And he, in, in the text it talks about Zion and it talks about Jerusalem. It's the same place, same thing. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to substitute Durban or South Africa for, for Jerusalem and Zion. Because I feel like this is what God wants to say to us as a city at this time, heading into one new man this, after, this, this evening, heading into an election on the 8th of May, we've got to have hope. We've got, to, we've got to be trusting God. We've got to be saying, God, your plans for this nation are bigger than the plans of the enemy. And we've got to, we've got to believe in this. And then what we're going to do is from there, we'll go out and let these guys minister. We'll pray. We'll get people up for healing or whatever it is that God wants to do afterwards. So this is what it says in Zechariah chapter 8 in the message. And then these messages of the God of the angel armies. A message from the God of the angel armies. So I'm not going to repeat that all the time. I might just skip that word, that line. But it's from the angel, the Lord of hosts. Verse 2, he says this. I am zealous for Zion, or I am zealous for Durban. I care. It's his first statement. I am zealous. I am jealous for Durban, and I care. Do you believe that God cares for the city? Do you believe that God cares for every city on this, on this globe? Do you believe that God is jealous for every city and every person? God's jealousy is an absolute gift to the body of Christ because He never gives up. He keeps coming after us and He's jealous. He's jealous for our affection. And He says, I'm jealous for Durban. He carries on. If I can get my... In fact, he says, I'm angry about Zion and thing, but actually he's burning with jealousy. That's what the context is. I'm burning with jealousy. I'm involved. And I love what he says there. He says, I care in the, in the message and I'm involved. Friends, I want to declare over us as a nation that God cares about us. God cares about the city. God is deeply jealous for the city and he is involved in this city and in this nation. God, is a, God not, only is, not only does he care and is distant, but actually he's involved. He's getting his hands dirty. He's putting his hands and his heart into our hands and our hearts so that we can become the solution that this country needs and this globe needs. He carries on. He says, God, and this is the message. He says, I've come back to Durban. I have moved back to Durban. Who believes that God has got a special revival? Something, God is doing something in Durban. God is doing something in the city. And he's saying, I'm moving back, and I'm not just moving back, I'm staying there. Yeah. 
I've come back and I've moved back, he says. Jerusalem's new name, Durban's new name will be Truth City. I want to declare that, that this city will be known as a city of truth. That this city will be declared known as a city of righteousness. That this city will be a city that has no corruption in its government. That has no corruption in its councillors. Has no corruption in its ward leaders. Because it's a city of truth by the hand of God. And friends, we've got to start believing and praying that God would do this for our city. Verse 4. He says this, old men and old women will come back to, to Durban and sit on benches on the streets and spin tables, spin tails, move around safely with their canes. A good city to grow old in. And boys and girls will fill the public parks, laughing and playing. A good city to grow up in. Who believes that God has it for Durban? Make it a good city to grow up in and a good city to grow old in. You know, often, friends, the, the health of nations are, 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 are represented by how they take care of the, the, poor, the old and how they take, treat their young. And God says about Durban that Durban will be a place where old people can grow, uh, people can grow old safely and restore what God, their dignity and what God has for them. And young people can grow up in the city because He has a plan for their lives. Verse 6. Do the problems of returning and rebuilding by just a few survivors seem too much? But is anything too much for me? Not if I have my say, he says. You know, one of the great problems that we have in our minds is we think that God needs a crowd to change the city. He doesn't. He just needs a creative minority. He just needs a remnant of people. A remnant of people filled with the Spirit of God, anointed by His hand, can change a city. God doesn't need a crowd. He just needs a few. And He, and he says here, He says, do you have problems with returning or building by such a few? Do you think that so few of you, it's a problem because there's not enough of you? And actually what we need to do is we need to fill stadiums and we need to get, all these, get tons of people doing it. He says, no, 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 you don't need that. Is anything too much for me, He says. Because when I have my say, that's what happens. And I want to declare that over the city. I declare that over the church in the city, that this, the church in the city would rise up, would stand up in unity and love. And even if it's a minority in the city, it's okay because God's doing it. And this is what he says to them. He carries on in verse 7. I'll collect my people from the countries to the east and the countries to the west. I'll bring them back and move them into Jerusalem into Durban. They'll be my people and I'll be their God. I will stick with them and do right by them. You know, friends, there's an outflow of people from South Africa into other nations at the moment. God says it's going to start happening the other way, that people are going to start coming back to South Africa because he's going to have his say and he's going to have his way. And Father, I declare that over us, that this, this city and this Durban, this nation will be a city of hope. It'll be a city of truth. It'll be a city of destination for people, not a place that people run from, but a, people that, a place that people run to, because your word declares that. Verse 9, get a grip on things, he says to them. Hold tight, you who are listening to what I say, to the preaching of the prophets. I love that. Get a grip on things. 
Glenridge Church, get a grip on things. Durban, get a grip on things. South Africans, get a grip on things. Hold tight. You are listening to what I'm saying. Hold tight to what I'm You're listening to what I'm saying, so hold on. Get a grip on what I'm saying and hold on and believe and trust me. The temple of the God of the angel armies has been reestablished. The temple is being rebuilt. We've come through a hard time, he says. Who knows that South Africa has come through a hard time? He recognizes God's not shy of that. He says, yeah, I know you've come through a hard time, but listen what he says. You've worked for a pittance and we're lucky to get that. Who knows that God can turn an economy very quickly? He can strengthen a rand quickly. He says, I know you've come through a hard time, and I know you've worked for a pittance, and there's unemployment rampant, 26, 30% unemployment. But God can change that because he's declaring it over the city and over this nation, but it, it needs the church to agree and say, yes, Lord, we believe you. The streets were dangerous. You worked for a pittance and were lucky to get that. The streets were dangerous. You could never let down your God. I had turned the world into an armed camp. Is that familiar? But things have changed. I'm taking the side of my core surviving people. Things have changed. Friends, we are not going to see things change until we believe that things can change. Because the way God works is He wants His church to believe, to start to pray, to start to declare, and start to come into agreement, and things start to change. But things have changed. I'm taking the side of my course of arving people. Sowing and harvesting will resume. Vines and, grow, and will grow grapes. Gardens will flourish. Dew and rain will make everything green. Father, there's a promise, friends, that this economy will be a sustainably growing economy, outperforming other economies, and we've got to believe God for these things. And I, just like every single one of you, look at the news and have to dig myself out of a pit sometimes and say, God, can, is it possible? If I listen to this, this text, which I believe is just so for, for Durban and South Africa, he says this, you're going to have lots of vines, you're going to have lots of grapes, you're going to have lots of gardens, you're going to have orchards, and you're going to have dew, and you're going to have rain. You're going to have sustainable life and a sustainable economy that will feed the nation. My core survivors will get everything they need and more. You see, what God promises this nation and what God promises this city, friends, is not just enough, it's more than enough. And if we're living just enough lives and just enough mentality, we're going to get that. And I believe God is saying to his church, stand up, start to believe, start to declare that I've got so much more for you. You've gotten a reputation as a bad news people. Does that sound familiar? You've gotten a reputation as a bad news people you people of, of Durban and South Africa. But I'm coming to save you from now on. You're a good news people. Don't be afraid. Keep a firm grip on what I'm doing. Friends, we've got to live good news lives and we've got to have it because we've got a good news God. And we've got to have a good, we've got, we want to be a nation that's a good news nation. 
It's a place that people want to come because it's safe, because people are amply supplied, and there's flourishing and there's prosperity. And he says, keep a good firm grip on what I'm doing. Are we hold on to what God is doing? Or are we holding on to News 24 and whatever the news would we listen to? Is it easy? No, it's not. But friends, I believe God is challenging us to stand for what He, he wants for us, he, for, us to agree, for us to agree with what He has for us. In the same way I decided to punish you when your ancestors made me angry and didn't pull my punches, at this time I've decided to bless Durban and to bless the country of South Africa. Don't be afraid. I want to declare over us as a nation, over a church, over a city, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not let fear rule our lives. And now here's what I want to do. Tell the truth, the whole truth when you speak. Do the right thing by one another, both personally and in the courts. He's saying live righteous lives. We've got to be a church, friends, that lives differently to the rest of South Africa. And the reason why we do, friends, is because we've got hope and we're not scared. Don't cook up plans to take unfair advantage of others. Don't, don't do or say what isn't so. I hate all that stuff. Keep your life simple and honest. I want to declare over us that we would be a people that keep our lives simple and honest. We just believe God for what He's saying. Because Jesus has made a way. The days of mourning set for the 4th, 5th, 7th and 10th months will be turned into days of feasting for South Africa and Durban. Celebrations and holidays. I love that, friends. You know, there were days of mourning set apart. Many, most of the South African public holidays were days of mourning when people died and we, we need to remember them. But friends, there's coming a day when God will do something that actually the days, the public holidays will be days of celebration for what He's done for us. And can we believe for a calendar like that? Where we don't, we don't forget what God has done and the sacrifice of so many to take us out of apartheid and take us out of what, what this country's been through. But actually there's days of celebration because God has broken in and we've got hope as a nation. Where our songs, friends, are not just songs of liberation, but songs of joy and celebration. God is going to give this nation a new song. It's going to be a song of reconciled hearts, a song of celebration, a song of fighting for one another and not with one another. Verse 20. A people and their leaders will come from all around the world to see what's going on. Friends, that's what God has for this nation. This is a model nation. This is a nation from which God will put, put on display to the world that people will come and see, how did you guys do this? How did you pull this off? Do you believe that? The leaders will confer with one another. Shouldn't we try to get in on this? Get in on God's blessings. Because you see, the friends, what God is going to do, people will know it's God's blessing, not our blessing. It's God's doing, it's not our doing. Pray to the God of the angel armies. What's keeping us? Let's go, they'll say. Lots of people, powerful nations, they'll come to Durban and South Africa looking for what they can get from the God of the angel armies, looking to get a blessing from God. 
Friends, can we imagine for a moment that we're a nation that God does something so profound in our midst, in the midst of the chaos that there is right now, that people, that people start to see that this is such a work of God that they want in on the blessing and they come to this city and they come to this nation because they want to get hold of God. No matter how likely, unlikely that might seem right now with all the chaos that's happening, friends, I believe God's word to us and God's blessing to us and God's declaration of us is something like this. In verse 23, to finish off with, at that time, 10 men speaking a variety of languages will grab the sleeve of one Durbanite or one South African, hold tight and say, let's go with you. We've heard that God is with you. You see, friends, this is not just a collective. This is an individual men, men and women taking hold of God, being so filled with God that others will come to us, friends, and take hold of our hands and say, please take me to your leader. Please take me to your king. Please show me where you get this hope, this joy, this life from. And friends, I can be saying this, and you can be looking at it and saying, stand, you wonderful, let's pound the sky. Friends, if God said it to Israel, if God said it at this moment when they were in exile and nowhere, in the same way that we are, seem to be nowhere as a nation, I want to say to you this morning that God has a plan for this nation. And God has a plan for this city. And friends, I want to say this as well. I'd rather die believing than die flippant being, what's that other word? Negative, pessimistic. We've got to give this thing a go. We've got to actually trust God. I love that. Get a grip on yourself. We've got to take hold of what God is saying in these moments and say, God, please, we want to lay hold of you. We want to say, Father, let your blessing come. Father, let there be zero unemployment in Durban. Let every man, woman, and child get a decent education, have decent running water, have food, and be nourished properly. Can we be that kind of people? Friends, if we cannot say amen, this nation has no hope. Because, friends, you don't get this kind of hope from News 24. You get this kind of hope from the King Jesus. You get this kind of hope from the Bible, the Scriptures, the Word that He's given to us. And so when we worship... And when we sing these things and we're going to declare and we're going to prophesy over this nation now, we've got to stand up and we've got to say, Amen, Jesus. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it again, Lord. Do it more, Lord. Do it more and more and more and over and over again. Not only in our lives, not only in our church, not only in our city, but in all the cities of this nation and all the cities and countries of Africa. And let the fire that you promised that would start in the south and start in Durban, that runs through Africa into Europe, let that start to be, let us be those people. Let us be so set on fire. Let us be so believing. Let us be so crazed about Jesus and what he's saying and what he has for us that Father we begin to burn and the burning starts to take place right through our lives through our families into our businesses into the nation into the nations of Africa and actually we become the solution God's good 
and his plans for us are unbelievably good. And so, Father, I'll ask you right now, maybe the team could come back on the band. Father, I want to ask you, Lord, as we celebrate tonight as a team, Father, let it be just a little microcosm of a group of people coming together and celebrating your name. Being united because we are one in you. Brothers and sisters carrying the same blood, having an inheritance together of a father who has vastness of inheritance, has vastness of resource, that everybody, nobody misses out, nobody loses out, and everybody prospers. Father, I want to declare over us as a community right now, Lord God, for those of us that are pessimistic, that are lacking hope for our future, that, Father, you do something in our hearts right now as we, as we minister, as we, as we pray, as we worship, that you would change the hopelessness into hopefulness and joy, full of expectation, Lord God. I thank you for your goodness to us, Lord God. I thank you, Jesus, that the gospel allows us not just to take us into a relationship with you, but to actually change a nation, Lord. To change ecologies. To change, just, it just changes things. The gospel is so powerful. Help us to get a grip on things, Lord. Father, let us see you standing with your sword drawn, lifted over the, this nation, over this city, over this church, over our lives, with these promises echoing from, our, from your mouth, Lord. Jesus, we love you, we honor you, we thank you, we are blessed by you. You're our king. We want to be with you. You're like a, a brother. You're, God, you're, you're such a good father. Bring us into your space. Bring us into your kingdom, Lord. Usher us in. Give us hope and joy. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's just stand, friends. Let's stand. Mm -hmm.